Hey everybody, it's time again for the Mikey and Al podcast. I'm Mikey. And I'm Al. And I'm John. Exactly. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Empire Original Designs. Um, you can meet, you can reach them at jointheempire.com. They do challenge coins. And what they do is they create these coins for first responders, um, military, um, everything of that nature. They are the one place to go if, in fact, you need anything in this design, and we actually um, have one of uh, Mikey and, and, and Al. And Al. I've, I'm showing the Al Absolutely. side because uh, I I'm can showing. stand to look at that side. <laughs> Where's the mic side? I got to show it's the mic side, I can't though. stand to look at it. Oh, oh it looks great. Keep my palm. Let me see the Al look side. At, look at, look at yeah, Mikey's side, These are actually side, done very oh, well. Wow. Mikey looks like a Greek god in yeah. this. Does he not? Uh, yeah. Al looks he like really a does. 100%. serious, upstanding member of the community. Yeah, that's a whole lot. Um, you do. <laughs> but we'd like to give this to our guest, John. We have John Grandy in the studio today. How are you? John is a very well-known artist in his own right. Um, very much so. Yes. Yeah, so we, we, wanted, we wanted to bring John in today. We want to um, pick his brain. Absolutely. As our commitment, as There's we said. a little left. As well, we, we're trying to pick what little's <laughs> left. <laughs> as we said at the Hopefully beginning of the year. The of the show. <laughs> we're going to, you know, we want to bring on new, uh, you know, People that we feel uh, within their particular industries uh, have done well to try to get an idea how they got there, you know, what their journey's been. So I think John absolutely fits this uh, criteria. And we want to give this to John as well, a little commemorative. Thank you so much. Coin. I can't even say that. What's a, com, com, I have to slow it's a down. Commemorative? Coin. That's what it teeth. is. Commemorative, yeah. Yeah, commemorative. I thought you said it was a challenge. It is a challenge coin. I call it commemorative, but. Uh, challenge, challenge meaning. Challenge. Meaning. Yeah, that's a challenge you to come on the show again. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Do I have to give it back? Yes. Okay. So let's get into it. You know what's cool? It's two heads. So you could call heads or tails. You know oh. what I mean? It's one of that those trick true. coins as well. That is true. You know what they say, two heads are better than one. <clears throat> you too. I, I'm just going to sit true. back and let you guys talk. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. So, we no, wait, have... Wait, wait, wait. Okay. I have two I gifts for you guys. Oh, oh, you do? We're so, these are t-shirts now. that my, my, my wife makes. We Very have nice. a company called Pleasure is Coming. Okay. So, we have one here. How's that spelled? Pleasure is Coming. C-O-M-I-N-G. Oh. All right, I didn't know what kind yes. of company. Uh, no, it's an apparel company. Oh, okay. We do um, mats, uh, yoga mats. We do mugs. We do T-shirts, all based off of my work. Very oh. nice. So it's merchandise. So I don't know who wants what. There's uh, this one here. Uh-huh. You got the Joker on a dollar bill? The Joker on the dollar bill because it's funny money. Mike, you get you That's take first sweet. dibs. Can we, uh, yeah. can we trust Mind what's I? going on with our, our money these days? No, That's we can't. I don't know. No. This used to be fifty dollars, yeah. like two years ago. Exactly, and then I got another one here. Yeah, Basquiat. Which is, uh, Basquiat. Basquiat. Very nice. Yeah, which well, one do you want? And then I brought another. Uh oh, we I, got a third option. Yeah, no, that's it's just. Oh, Basquiat. Yeah, because I remember I gave Alex one a while ago, but I don't remember. Oh. If which one I gave him, so that's cool. He's He's very this cool. is a complete pop art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a real deal. Well, you know. And how long have you been doing the apparel? Uh, three, four years now. You have. I, we started it during uh, when COVID hit. We would do masks. Is that Bill Shakespeare? That is Benjamin Franklin. 
Oh, it is. You just kind of. I thought you. Yeah. Took, like. Uh, who did you say it was Bill? Who? Bill Shakespeare. Bill Shakespeare. <laughs> an old buddy of mine. <laughs> yeah, William Shakespeare. I'm like, he's got the same hair as uh as as uh, yeah, it's Franklin. Benjamin Franklin. I did a whole bunch of those. Uh, oh. as as art pieces. Beautiful. That is cool, right? Yeah. We also have some checkouts. It's, it's serious, man. It is serious. It's real serious. I love it. I'm gonna put Thanks. it on right now. You guys carry on. <laughs> is you this, think you're going to get that on? Is this X-rated? Oh no, no, so. no! We got to watch this. I want to see him get that shirt on. Can we get some music? I know we need some you background music with that. There we go. We'll I'll slap it on this. like that. I just realized it's not a two X. <laughs> I'm just going to sweat oh, even more. So you need a two X? I can get a two X. I do, but I mean, it's a goal to fit into this one. There you go. So there you go. I well, come, I come with goals. But I love the artwork, man. It's like real. Thanks. Severe. I like it a lot. It's sort of in your face. So where does that where does that concept come from? It came from uh, Occupy Wall Street back in oh, the day. Oh, so I remember I, that. Right. I yeah. Was, I was playing with the idea of money and who was handling our money and yep. what was going on with the money. So I did probably about twenty of those with that, uh, different makeup on on uh, Benjamin Franklin. That was almost a, like a character or a uh, you know. A uh, thief of sorts. Did you I ever make you. it down there to Occupy Wall Street? That whole area? Uh, I don't. I don't do a lot of people. Yeah, that yeah. Kind of stuff. I think I walked by and. Me too. That's enough, right? Kind of scuffed at it, and I was like, okay, look at what these was people it? with tents. What was the park that they were uh, um, occupying? It was uh, right it was there. Right by Century Twenty One. Exactly. Exactly. They had the whole area. Park. They turned it into a makeshift little tent city. Uh huh. It was crazy. Yeah. I it, I got it was amazing how they even let it get to that point. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I think they had to. Well, yeah, that's true too. You know, yeah, it was like a Hoover politically, yeah, a Hoover village, right? Yeah, you something know. like that from the Depression era in New York. Edgar you can, Hoover, yeah, yeah, J. Edgar. In the city, you <laughs> no, can I pretty much do whatever was, the fuck you want now. President Hoover at the time, uh, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's the reason for the CIA. I, I believe, just ruined right? the whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, where did Hoover come in? I don't even know where uh, that came from. Well, they let a bunch of homeless people just kind of uh, put up little. Well, they shanties. weren't homeless. Well, they, they, I wouldn't go that far. There was a lot in there that looked like they uh, were back in the if 60s. If they weren't, they might have days. moved. How yeah. long did it last? Well, who, uh, who else uh, does that kind of yeah, activist that's true. stuff, right? Because I never went down there to see. It was you know, I saw crazy. a couple tents on the outskirts. but yeah, It was crazy. Were they, they taking up there. Washington Square Park or something? It wasn't Washington Square Park, no. but it was similar. It was right down I mean, there. You could probably Google it and, yep. and find it's right between Century 21 and another... Uh, I walked through Big that park, and they building. had literally, they had little, it was almost back, it looked like it was back in the 60s. They had little groups, and they were, like, di- having little discussions mm-hmm. about, you know, um, the government and how money works and how the little guys get in the shaft, and they try to do it right by the Wall Street area, yeah. you know, to sort of be like, fuck you to all these Wall Street guys. Mm-hmm. It's right off know? Broadway. Yeah, oh, right okay. off Broadway. Broadway and something. So just make yourself a nuisance. This kind of thing or yeah, no? Yeah, well, you know what? Not in their minds. In their minds, they were doing, you know, yeah. they, were, they were revolutionizing. They were activists. Yeah. They were activists. They, were, they, they were, kind of were, you know. Right? Well, Activism's not, uh, not, not clean and it's not pretty. Yeah. No, no. You know was, what? There was no summer of love in 2020, but, you know. No. I actually, actually, no. after I saw that, I think I, down, I went to GoDaddy. I was like, you know what? I want to get OccupyWallStreet.com, you know? 
And uh, I think I tried to do it, and it was like valued at seventy five thousand dollars already. So oh, really? some people oh, take advantage of that shit. Oh, people yeah. jump on it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Domain they, names. Yeah, right? they see yeah. a little. You know, a little. Buy it up. We should have did occupied. Yeah, That's occupied great. or something like that. But it was crazy down there for a period of time. But you know what? A lot of it was, you know, artistry kind of a thing. Sort of falls into not your particular genre, but I mean. To be an artist is, you know, you have to have some kind of creativity and, and what, I would you know, say drive. Drive and creativity. So, I mean, when did well, you, when did you, at an early age, did you say, hey, you know what, this is what I want to do or how did it develop? No, I was just always drawing. Okay. Like my parents didn't know what to do with me. Okay. Nobody in my family, I would just sit in the corner and draw. Okay. I'd draw out of whatever I had. I what? was drawing Kiss characters. I was drawing on aluminum foil. Okay. You know. My uh, uh, social study teacher gave me a D. My mother asked him why he got a D. He said, because he's, he's got his drawings in his book. If it <laughs> okay. was in art class, he'd get an A. But well, you probably did get an A in art class. I did. Yeah. <laughs> what did you, you get in the other classes? All Ds. And, yeah. You know. So you were, you were an artist. Yeah, From yeah, an early yeah, age, I, you knew. Yeah. So that's, that's your calling at an early age. Okay. Yes, but, I mean. You didn't who know. knew anything, right? Yeah. My parents didn't know anything about art or. Yeah. You know, I had those little Monet posters up in the house from my mom. You know, right. Were they my supportive? Dad sort of scuffed at no. it. Yeah. Um, my mom was, because she's my mom. My dad was, you know, he didn't know what to make of it. He didn't yeah. know what to make of me. I don't yeah. think, he, I still don't think, I think that's, I think that's, me, that's, that's you. yeah, that's, that's normal. I think nowadays in terms of, you know, family or parents and their kids trying to, you know, either support them or not. Uh, in whatever endeavors, and some parents are very supportive. Others, well, I think he was supporting in his own way because he wanted me to be safe. So gotcha. He wanted me to get a job and yeah, security, you know, health, security, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's what we all you like if your kid told, wants to be an artist, it kind of like your son wanted to be a director for like a, a half a year, right? Yeah, yeah. You're happy that he doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, you know, it's 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 a double edged sword. I mean, you do think about that because it's a tough. It's a tough road. It's not yeah. for everybody. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and you got to really live, eat, breathe, everything of that nature to, to even go in that direction because yeah. if not, you may be 15, 20 years down the road I should have been a plumber. <laughs> exactly. Really? Jeez. Yeah. yeah, the you plumber's know? got a uh, you know an eighty foot yacht down in um yep. in, in Florida and yeah, he's he living on the water. With his family. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they go boating. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And if there's a leak. And guess yeah. what? Oh, he fixes Get, it. They fix it right there. <coughs> guess <Damn> who's Skippy? <laughs> guess who's cleaning the naughty barters? <laughs> guess who's cleaning the barnacles off his boat? His wife. Oh no, <laughs> John. It's it's, oh, yeah. it's it's the guys who. Went <laughs> I was wondering. Out there. I thought it was a trick question. No, it's the guys who are out there who's uh you know who who probably put a lot of time and no, effort, I, but you know, didn't I, go that. It didn't go in the right direction for him. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we don't that. really love it, or you right. know, yeah. It's okay to chase a rainbow as long as you they love the rainbow. They make a lot rainbow. of money, those yeah. particle cleaners. Or you got you know, a plan B. You know, yeah. Yeah, it's probably good to have a... But I agree. then again, can you be fully invested if you have a plan B? That's another question. I don't think so. See? No, it's all or nothing, right? It's all or nothing. It's like you're going yeah. to put it all out there, you're going to put 80% out there, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I think... Exactly. I mean, my dad told me to, to even go drop a bus. Really? He worked at the MTA. He said, yeah, I can drop a bus. Yeah. Huh. That's, That's when you're, you're like, fuck you, dad. Yeah, you're like, jeez, yeah. I've seen, because then you'll, know, you'll see the misery that your dad had over the years. <laughs> 
on I mean, yourself he wasn't right happy away. Coming home, driving all the way to Brooklyn and back. And, yeah, you know we lived out on Long Island, so yeah, Ooh. that's when it's you're. Like, yeah, you huh? know, he went from JFK to home, and then he decided to work for the MTA, and he was going into Brooklyn where there were no trains. So uh, it was like leaving at five o'clock in the morning, going there, coming home. How long's the commute? <sighs> Jesus, uh, I don't know. Probably an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, wow. Same, depending it's the same on traffic. From up here. Depending but, on traffic, especially going yeah. home, rush hour, forget about it. But that's yeah, where you're. That's gosh, where yeah. you're. You know, your father or whatever, your parents. If you're fully invested, I mean, they got to give in at some point and give you that opportunity. Oh, he right? had no choice. So. Yeah, right? yeah. So okay, so now you went through that. So at an early age, you were doing some drawings, that exactly. kind of a thing. Then maybe high school went by. Uh, high school also uh, art class also got C's and D's. Okay, I was happy with a C. I was like, just give me a C. I don't really care. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. I think something inside of me knew that it was all bullshit. Uh-huh. You know, um, so I was just really focused on just drawing. I was drawing the desks on whatever I had. Okay, I was always drawing. And then post high school, uh, then you go after, to college. After high school, I didn't want to go to college. Okay, um, my mom wanted me to go to college to you get out of the neighborhood in Suffolk. And, uh, no, I went to uh, Sullivan Community College. Well, you went to uh-huh. Sullivan when they still had um, dorms. Exactly. Well, they weren't really dorms. They were. Uh, old condos that people used to use when they went skiing. Yeah. So they gave them to the students, and students rented them out. Well, the parents of the students rented them out yeah. for, pretty the, cool. for the semesters. And it was a, oh. it was a ball. Yeah, I, I can imagine. I, they stopped doing so that a, a year I before I went out. to college. I, I kicked out within a semester and a half. That you got kicked out. Oh, you did. Yeah. What was the infraction? Yeah. The infraction was not going to class. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, you're, you're, you're basically going to community college and sleeping away. Exactly. Yeah. My, and my yeah, art so. teacher, he, she, he said, I went here. We should send John there because yeah. he can do some art there, whatever. He can follow whatever he's doing because he's very good. And get some traction. Right. But I, yeah. I wasn't ready. I was, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think. Off. That, yeah, I was like. <laughs> that happens to a lot of kids. I mean, you what, go to college. No. Well, you, 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 you go, go to college, college and then you just like go crazy. Because as long as you cut a check. The college doesn't give a shit if you uh, show up or not to class. Exactly. No, and the kids are used to having a hall monitor. Exactly, or like a that. hall yeah. monitor. Yeah, they're used to their parents, pay, you know, saying "Get the hell out of bed, go to fucking school," blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden, you're in college, yes. and you're like, "Wait a minute! I just went out last night. My first class is at 10 a.m." Exactly. Yeah. Fuck. It. I just covered acid. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna stay down. I'm yeah. just gonna stay down, I'll, and I'll, I'll do the I'll paper. do the work. Exactly. Later. I discovered acid. That's oh, oh never right. did that before when. Yeah. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Really? When oh. I was up there. Yeah. Never done that. that. Good trip or bad trip? Oh, they were all good trips. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 First time I ever did it, I was like, wow, this is like crazy. Yeah. Found myself in some dorm room with like Lucy in the sky with diamonds and- Give us know, the scenario. Oh, yeah. The first time, so you, what was your I setting? don't remember the first time. Okay. But so, I mean, a lot of it was, so you had you had good experiences with that. Uh, yeah. I've never done it. Mike? Yeah. I've had- Acid? A, yeah. Yeah, 10, 15, 20. I've had 20, a lot. 25 times. <laughs> <laughs> I went skiing on acid. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, because if you break and something, you're just going to freak get out. Off, I, didn't, I didn't get off the bunny hill. <laughs> you're going to you double know. freak out. I didn't get off the bunny hill, but. Oh, you didn't? Okay, no, you just no. like. Yeah, yeah. So wait a minute. If you break a bone, you'll just get up and you'll just start freaking out? Hello, Vin. Oh, what? Sorry. I'm sorry. Vin waved to us, so we weren't sure. So is that what happens on that? Or you tell me, Mike. I want to know a little bit about the acid and the... Uh, uh, the acid is... I don't know. How do you explain acid? I mean, you, you just got to try it. Yeah, if you've I done mean, mushrooms, it's similar, but it's more chemical. It's so more chemical, yeah. You Have you ever done mushrooms? No. 
right? Yeah. It nope. just, I believe it opens up another side of your brain. Okay. All right. You know, so it allows you to see things differently. You just, yeah, you just got to remember it and bring it back. Exactly. If you, if you exactly. don't bring that, if you don't write it down or something. Yeah. And I, listen, I wasn't ready to go to college. Forget it. Okay. You know, and I got out of there. My dad had to drive up and pick me up. Oof. That was a long three-hour drive home. Ooh. Not one conversation. Yeah. He yeah. was a quiet type? That's me. No, no, no. He He's not the quiet type, but he didn't want to say anything, and I yeah, didn't want yeah, to exactly. say anything. No, but sometimes you know? that's how I would be, too. Because some parents, as soon as you get in the car, would be like, what the fuck? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, that and, happened already. Yeah. I got my report card home. <laughs> if I go silent, then I'm pissed. Yeah, I got my Ooh. report card home, and it was all W's, all withdrawals. Yeah. yeah. My, my dad called me from down the block. I was down with the block drawers. with a friend of mine. He's like, thanks for wasting that fucking check. John, get in this fucking house now. Yeah. You know, back in the day, your parents can talk to you like that, right? <coughs> oh, I, knew, I knew I was in trouble, but I didn't know what for. Gotcha. The guy came in, threw me against the wall. What the fuck are you doing? Ooh. You know. Threw him against the wall. That's how you did it back in the old days. That's right. Yeah, I can't Ram- do that now. Ramifications. Like the movie American no, Anthem. Kids will call the cops on you. Well, They're like, I'll call the police. Like I, in the I, beginning I of American like... Anthem with Mitch Gaylord. Exactly. Yeah. Right. His father breaks his, his arm. Yeah. Fighting in the hallway. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll leave it alone. Go on. It was, well, no, I didn't break any bones. But, oh, right. Yeah. Okay, so and, you went through that. Right. And then I decided to stick around my neighborhood and hang out with the people I was hanging out with. And, okay. Um, Dia Degenerate and install carpet for a living. All right. So I did that until about the age of 20 or 21. I said, this is not for me. Right. And I decided to go back to college. Hard on your knees, right? The, the oh, yeah, you got to kick that carpet, but it, right? Yeah. It, was, it was a lot yeah. of fun. Get the seams right. It was a lot of fun. You get rolling with a hangover, right? Oh, hangover. Yeah. Forget about Stay it. drunk. The stories, you have, <laughs> you have drunk no idea. Morning. The stories I could tell about that job. I'm sure. I'm sure. Incriminating. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. Back in the day. If so, these people only knew... Okay, wait a minute. The let's state let, of mind that we walked into these people's houses. In. I'm still. They wouldn't let you in. Oh my god! Like you would eat breakfast and everybody would get in a van, yeah. and just smoke big fat joints. Really? They would, you'd have like five of them going around, and you'd have all the crews yeah. meet up at the deli. So there's like 20 people in a truck, all Holy just sitting shit. there smoking, and then you'd go off and you'd play with razor blades and carpet. Makes Ooh. you want to check the carpet installers oh, next time. They oh come shit! Over the house. Yeah, that's why they stopped installing carpet. Yeah, everybody's hardwood. And then being in people's homes was always interesting, right? Yeah. Weird stuff. Like one story, we were installing some some girls' carpet, Uh and we had to rip up the carpet, so we had all her furniture there. It was three guys. Three guys. Mother's sitting in the doorway. We moved the bed. There's handcuffs, gel, and Uh, dildos. Yeah, whips and dills. And she had three strangers find this on her daughter. When she's sitting in in, in the doorway, she didn't know what to say. Uh, Five minutes later, who walks in the house? The daughter. Holy shit. Yeah. And the daughter was like, that's excruciating. uh, And we were just like three guys that were high. We were just like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. We (laughs) see you all the time, ladies. Between you two, the door creaks shut. Yeah, right. What are they? Yeah. (laughs) I could see that happening. Yeah, so... So the point it's is, hide your shit if, you, if you're getting yeah, if you're, carpet and you're in a kinky shit, hide it from your mom for yeah, sure. Pretty much. Exactly. Definitely from a guy like John. Yeah. Pretty much. So, or myself. You know, one other was, story. You know, there was a crew my grubby paws. that was in a lady's house, and she had this little chihuahua that was biting at the guy's ankles. Uh-huh. Can you put the dog away? Yes. Five minutes later, chewing at his ankles. Can you put the dog away? Next time, you take an, an S-wing hammer, smash the dog in the head. 
Holy shit. Sean, we, we don't want to hear <laughs> Where's that one going? I thought maybe kick the dog, you know, no. something like that. Literally, the dro- Smash the, 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 the fucking dog in the head. Dog Sean, this dead. is a rated PG show. <laughs> they Holy put, they shit. put the dog in the toolbox. They brought the dog out of the oh, house. Oh, they killed him? He killed <laughs> the dog and then and stole it? say he kicked and, it. And, and, I don't think no. I was going to feel bad for yeah. laughing at that. And, and, and the lady was calling the, 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 the carpet store saying, I think they let my dog out. The door was open. I don't know where my dog is. <sighs> that's oh. crazy. Yeah. If that's the worst she thought of the guys, yeah. I guess you're right. They just don't know who's so going into their house. So you don't know who's in your house. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Yeah, I got That you. is a crazy story. So wait a minute. This guy cracked a dog on the head. Yeah. How they dispose of that it? That is he, horrible, he asked, first of he all. He asked her three times to put your dog away. Oh, well, then uh, oh, then I yeah. get it. Okay, well, you three know Three times, you ought to crack the dog on the head and put it in your toolbox. <laughs> I, I, I say Even a, if you got to leave, like, a uh, lineman yeah. behind because there's no... I say a rubber no mallet room. myself. Oh, my God. Oh, rubber mallet. That's horrible. So that's just two stories. And, so and what I do you did do with the dog? I did it for four or five years. I don't know what they did with the dog. Oh, my God. Maybe concrete shoes. I have no idea. Well, you're lucky it's and a chihuahua. And it was like a son and his, it was <laughs> yeah. a father and his two sons that yeah, were these big story. muscle wrestler guys. Yeah. You know. Oh. And so that was only two stories within a four or five year period of I doing say carpet. We, I, I say carpet. We, carpet. Yeah, that's yeah. carpet. And you're yeah. an art. How long have you been an artist? Uh, 20 years. No, I started in 2022. I want to go back. Yeah, I know, 2000. I say uh, we two, out this guy. What's his name? 2000. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember his name. 2002. Bruno and uh, Franco. Or, oh, uh, Franco, sorry, yeah. No, but Bruno. 2002. Uh, two, 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 2002. So after I did carpet, I went back to school. I applied for School of Visual Arts. Okay. Uh, didn't get in because my portfolio was not good enough. So then I went to Suffolk Community College. Wasn't good enough. All right. Let's right, go. right. This so is... I didn't have what they wanted. Um, went back to Suffolk Community College, did two years there. Okay. Um, did you learn anything particular there that uh, kind of you could hone? I, I learned. Oil, I learned about oil painting. Okay. And that changed my life forever. You 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 graduated from acrylic, right? Well, no, I, I was always no. just drawing and using charcoals and stuff like that. And then I was working with acrylic. Well, give the audience a little. Like, you just mentioned three types: acrylic, charcoal, and oil. So what's What's fundamentally the difference between those kind of variations? Uh, the, the, why, why would one go in acrylic, uh, um, one in oil, one in charcoal? It's, I think it's all personal. You okay. Know, charcoal is, uh, the applications are different. Okay. Acrylic dries very fast. Okay. Right. So for me, I mix all that with a whole bunch of paint. So if I was supposed to use, if I was using acrylic, it would dry well, what in, is, in what a matter the, of seconds. What do the big well-known artists usually use? Are it, they, it all depends. Okay. All Some right. people use, you know, feathers. I don't know. Okay. You know? All right. There, gotcha. There's so much art out there and people making so much different art. Now we go yeah. into AI and, you know, robots and so everything is art. As long as you put it into a gallery and put it on a wall and call it art, it's art. It's, it's art. art. Gotcha. Right? Or so, else it's something sitting on a desk. You so know? you went back I to school. You. Yeah. And you were like, you know what? I did the carpet thing. This shit is not for me. Exactly. I want to follow my passion, my exactly. dream. My mother was all excited. My dad was excited. Okay, he's going back to college. Let's gotcha. just put him through college. All you right. Know? We'll, we'll get him through college. And, uh, you know, I mean, I paid for it, but let's at least support him. Okay. Um, I so think you, my dad thought I was going to find some other way. Yeah, you're going to realize that, okay, I'm putting all this time in. Maybe I want to uh, get right, a maybe desk I'll go job. Into, exactly. Maybe I'll yeah. find some sort of maybe accounting an art, job. Art teacher or, or something like that. Art teacher. Yeah. Go, something along nice. those lines. See that? So I, I took, uh, at first I went in for uh, interior design, didn't like it. Okay. Mm, so then okay. I did 
graphic design. And be, when I was there, they weren't really been using Apple computers. It was all hand. So oh. I was really loving that. It was a lot of drawing, mm-hmm. a lot of type, all that stuff. Um, and then uh, I took an elective class. It was a free and elective class of oil painting. Okay. And that was my last class of, of uh, Suffolk Community College. Now, would this be a representation? This is one of John's creations. Um, you got Jimmy. Would that be a, Jimmy. Would that be an oil That's an oil painting, painting. representation. Yes. Yes. Now, give us an idea how that works conceptually, that painting. Are, are you painting that freehand? Are you taking a, 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 a photo and painting well, onto I use, I use it? A, I use a projector. You use a projector. So I use a projector only as a tool uh-huh. um, and project the image up. Okay. And then I trace it out, and then I remove the projector because you can only see so much. You right, know? okay. And there's a lot of dancing around because you got the projector behind you, right? Yeah. So if you're standing in front of it, you can't see anything. Okay. So there's a lot of, like, you Side know, moving around down. and getting in there. So then I would do the black and white painting. I would let that dry, okay. and then I would do the dots over it. The dots over it. Okay. Yeah. So once that painting dries, then I go and do the dots. I project the dots. And I would sit there probably for an hour blowing the dots up, shrinking them down in Photoshop. Yeah. Right? And Oh, seeing what works so best? To see what works best within the composition. Right? If yeah. I was to do that just freehand, well, the, who knows the, what The it number like. and the size, depending on um, how much you want to take up space? It wasn't about what? the number. It was about how it laid over the image. Okay. Right? My idea was, like, no dots on noses, yeah. no dots on foreheads. Okay. Right? Because you got Indian, you got clown. Right? Yes. Understood. Okay. Um, now, that would take you how long creatively to finish or uh, from start to finish? I mean, I if you to focus on it. Okay. Well, I'm always focused. I mean, right. when I do this, I have like four of them going at once. Okay. So, you you're know, doing, it's not okay. just one because it's black and white paint. So, Popping I just mix around. out a whole bunch of black and white paint. I'll do a whole bunch of portraits, lay them out, and then I'll start working on the portraits. And then I mix out a whole bunch of colors. And then I do the colors. I do the dots. Very, very cool. And that came from... Ooh. Uh, it was, uh, it, it was inspired or it was, I don't even know if it was even inspired, but, uh, I don't know if you guys know who Damien Hurst is. He's a no. very famous. From the Hurst family or no? No, no. He's no. a very famous British artist. I and thought did, I'd give it a shot. He did these spot That's paintings. That's the only one I had. Which were just dots on white canvas. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, there was a. Is he in the MoMA? He is in the MoMA. He did the shark in formaldehyde. I don't know if you've ever seen the great white shark. I have heard of that. I've no. heard of it. Yep. I've heard no. of that. And Surprise. he used to submerge uh, all kinds of animals in formaldehyde tanks. And the animals would just so he's suspended. A well, actually, <laughs> exactly. Peter went after him because they thought that he was submerging them in, you alive. know, alive because of the looks on their faces. Right. Oh. So he even had one where it was like a brilliant piece, big glass tank uh, with a big glass wall in the middle with a hole in it. One side had a cow's head. The other side had flies. Oh, wow. So That's they would, fucking creepy. They would fly through. They'd be eating the cow's head, and they'd be dying. And it's like the circle of life. Oh. Within. Within your little art piece. Within. There. Well, it's a big art piece. It's probably oh. the size of this room. Oh, shit. It's huge. Wow. Yeah. That's cool as shit, huh? Holy shit, yeah. Yeah, but who does that? Who goes, you know what, let's stick a shark in formaldehyde and call it art. He did. Listen, he did it, and yeah. obviously... He did it, but, but don't you think he has to have an in to make it popular? Well, like he's got to he be was, buddies with Peggy Guggenheim or some he shit. He was with uh, 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 Saatchi and Saatchi. Charles Saatchi supported him. Okay. And the whole British movement. 
Okay. It was a bunch of young British artists that he supported, and he did that show. Um, I forget what the name of the show was, but I think it was at the Brooklyn Museum, and that was the one where they had the Madonna on the uh, the elephant dung, and it, it was like a big thing. <laughs> the mayor was like, I can't believe they put... Uh, oh. Madonna painting on elephant See, dung. Oh, it, was a, it was a shock value. Kind it was of thing, a shock, right? but he was he was an African artist, right? He came from an African background, so elephant dung was you know looked up as I guess, oh. in, in, in yeah yeah in Africa. Yeah. So that was a whole comment. I on, think that's in India too, right? I mean, elephants oh. are, are are thought of as some as a sacred exactly. kind of a, uh, I bet you uh, could animal. fertilize your whole garden that, with one dump. Was, I yeah. believe that was Chris Ophelia, and <laughs> exactly. that exploded the guy. It's like. Look at the guy with the elephant dung, and everybody started looking, and people just started buying his work no like crazy. Shit. Yeah. And you'd never think, if someone told you that beforehand, you'd never believe it was going to be a ploy or like, no. a, exactly. or like a big... Uh, any, I guess, yeah, yeah. any so, criticism is still criticism. So that leads into some of your influences. Who who, who were some of your earlier um, people that you looked... Or, or I'm assuming... Artists follow some type of a path. Like if you're a musician, you look up to, you know, your guitarist, you're probably looking up to some of the greats, you know. Well, well, let me, you let me ask you a quick question. Yeah, Have you yeah. ever thought of resorting to gimmicks or, or no. uh, you know what I mean, or doing no. something uh, like that? I mean, you this, know what I mean? So, this, promo. Was, this was so much, sort of a gimmick, you know. I mean, what happened was I went into the show. Yeah. He was showing Wilkogosian, which is like the biggest gallery in the world. Uh -huh. He's got like, I guess, 14 or 15 galleries throughout the world. It's a multi-billion dollar business. He flies around Leo Jets, all the biggest artists. It's a commodity. Like nice. he's, really he's sort of like, dining. yeah, he's sort of like the Wall Street of the art world. Gotcha. Um, and Jamie Hurst did a whole bunch of these spot paintings and uh, all his studio did. He didn't paint them, but his studio painted them. And uh, he had, uh, I think it was every single one of the galleries had a show of his spot paintings and you would... There were uh, like little uh, pieces of paper that you would get clipped. Okay. Every time you went to a new show, so there'd be one in like Italy, there'd be one in New York, there'd be one in on another side of New York, there'd be another one in London. So there were collectors and wealthy people flying around the world to go to see the spot paintings and get and get their beer get, ticket clipped. Get the beer ticket clip exactly. That's pretty. Wow. See, that's pretty cool though. I mean, that's a marketing. Uh, that's exactly. genius. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's something awesome. just uh, wow! It's something to do this weekend, dear. Yeah, you know? exactly. like, let's go. jump on the Lear. Yeah, next thing you know, you got billionaires following you around. Yeah, and that, that creates hype, right? That must be cool. You're selling yeah. everything but for a hundred grand. He each. didn't need it then. You know, he was he was already, he was already well on his way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or he he had already made it. He's like a very wealthy, wealthy. So he was doing that as sort of a social experiment. I I or? think it was with the gallery. It was just an idea, concept. Oh. You know, same same idea of like submerging an animal into formaldehyde. What can we do with these paintings? I have, you know, five hundred of them or whatever. You know, how can we promote them in a cool way? Who's yeah. the guy who? Uh, I I think he had a skull and he put diamonds all around. That's Damien Hurst. That's him. See, yeah. there you go. I knew that. You may not know the guy's name, but something you'll see the work. Yeah, you'll, yeah. You, yeah, somehow you'll see the work or whatever exactly. it may be. That's so crazy. basically, I went into the gallery and I saw the works. And I had a couple of drinks before that. And I was like, well, these are great, but it would be cool to have like a black and white image. That was the only thing that popped in my head. It was like, these would be great with a black and white image behind it. Yeah. Just to give it another, another yeah, no, more layer, dimension. More dimension, another layer. So then I went back to my studio and I started making them. See, I, I, I like how I the dots give, give a certain thing. dimension to that. the back 
It, it, it does. It paint, does. The painting underneath. You know it what does. I mean? And you play with mechanical and painting, right? The dots look like mechanical works done by a machine. Yeah. And then you got the painting behind. So it plays with that whole idea. Yeah, it reminds me of Beaded Curtain. That you're looking through a doorway and there's Jimmy playing guitar for me. Exactly. You know? just, exactly. just in the living room. Exactly. So then they yeah. go, still a Beaded Curtain or Beaded Curtain. A Beaded Curtain. So the first show I did was uh, these sort of tragic icons that were, you know, behind this curtain of very beautiful colors. So, like, their life is tragic, but the portrayal that they have within the world is this sort of, like, dolled up, you know, wrapped, beautiful persona. Yep. Right? Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. James Dean. James Dean. Meanwhile, they were just people. Meanwhile, they were just people. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, they've been really dolled up. Uh, uh, What's... uh, Whitney Houston, yep. right? She was a, you know, we don't we know her story, yeah, right. But they'd have to put she her was out a rough on stage. lady, like smoking crack, right, right. <clears> but she could sing like an angel. <laughs> I know. And right? They would they like would an have angel. they would have the whole cosmetic team come in and give her new Bobby teeth Brown. and blah blah blah, yeah. you know. So that was like the dots. That was like the beautiful, yeah, you know, colorful dots that were. That's the pageantry. The pageantry. But you yeah. got yeah. you got to get mirage. us that point because we we went from college to the show. So how do you how as an artist do within your particular genre try to get make those steps and intros to be able to get to a level where you can have your work shown and people start to recognize your work? Well, I mean, maybe I should go into like uh, you know I graduated college. Um, or I was at School of Visual Arts. Um, I got introduced to the whole New York scene, right? I got a job working at Ford Models. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I, not, not, nothing, a, a nothing buddy, against your looks, a, a buddy, a, but I find that surprising. <laughs> well, I, was working the, I was working in the accounting department, right? I was doing it while I was going to school just sense. to bring in some that, money. I was a, a friend of mine's uh, uncle was the VP. Uh-huh. So he brought me in. I was just, you know, going on go which is like bringing models from out of town around the city, yeah. going to, you know, different shoots and going to see agents. Uh, I got you. So like, you're in the Jeep Wrangler cruising well, no, around was, with the Jordache girl. It was more like a taxi. I think I would have stayed okay. right there. Right. I would have been still working. So then I got. Yeah, <laughs> me too, man. Exactly. Jeez. I don't like I made it. I'm good. Exactly. Go so then I got exposed to that scene. And that was just like Party Central. Oh, um, And then I got a job working for a uh, fat, uh, a, a printer, uh, Bet Schiffer Fine Printing. So I started printing for high-end photographers. I was printing for Andy Leibovitz. I was printing for... Ooh, Andy Leibovitz. Yeah, all these super high-end uh, printers, yeah. uh, photographers. So that was like going back to school for and you're, me. You were coming into contact with all this beauty, all I this was, professional quality all this, shit. Exactly. And I was like going back to school. I was yeah. figuring out what made these photographers so great, what yeah. was so great about the images. It's all who you know. And then I was going into the dark room and it was all color dark. So you were really, I was really fine tuning my coloring, which in turn worked with my painting. Okay. So one washed into the other. So were you, paint, were you actively painting at that point? I was actively painting at that okay. time. Okay. Right. I, I never stopped. No, I'm with I, you. I never stopped. Okay. Um, and then I did that for about five, six years. And um, and then, tragically, uh, my mother passed away from asbestos cancer. Oh, and, um, and I didn't know what it was. So, you know, as I'm finding out asbestos cancer, there's that rowing boat commercial, right? Yeah. Asbestos cancer. So I called that law firm up. I'm like, what is this? My mother just passed away. 
you know, and they were like, well, can we get your name and number? And they came back to us with a settlement. And really? Yeah. So at that point, I was like, that was in like 2000. Mesothelioma, right? Mesothelioma. There were a lot of commercials for that. I yeah, think yeah, the that time was, had run out on that or something. That was 2001. That was right after 9-11. Yeah. Um, and uh, we got a settlement. Uh, we all got some money, me, my sister, my dad. And my dad told me to put it in the bank, of course. You know, go drive a bus, put it in the bank. I said, I'm going to put it into me. Yeah. And I went and got a one-bedroom apartment in Battery Park City, yeah. and the rest is history. I locked myself away. Oh, it's fantastic. I literally you locked. You Bob Dylan on it. I went Bob. I locked yeah. myself away for years. Yeah. Yeah, years. yeah. Good. 20 years. And you utilized that time. I used it. I did literally seven days a week, 14-hour days, 15-hour days, 25-hour days. <laughs> there were on no 25-hour days, but no, well, you, I, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, like, I hear you, man. It was just... And time doesn't matter. You got to remember to eat and I, shit, right? See, I, I didn't know you locked yourself away that long. So you basically just concentrate on your crap. I, I said, if I'm going to do this, I have to do this. Yeah, like, 110%. I yeah, went you can't be like, oh, this job sucks, man. Yeah, I yeah, find no, time no, hard no, on the weekend. You know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, gonna this was like, yeah. I, I knew what was ahead of me. And to be honest with you, today, I felt much closer back then than I do now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know. I was yeah. like, it was so romantic, you know? Yeah. Sitting in your studio, playing music. That's yeah. a great weed, point. Yeah. You know. That's, that's, uh, yeah, you know yeah. what? When, that, when you're naive, it's when you're at your most confident. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Like, you know what? I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. yeah. You know, meeting people, sitting yeah. there, working. Yeah, great. I'm as good as that fucking asshole. <laughs> exactly. Meanwhile, they're way better than you. Exactly. <laughs> you got to go. had a, I knew that I had to build yeah. a body of work. Yeah. So that's I was just super focused on just painting and painting and painting yep. and honing in my skill. Getting uh-huh. getting there on the long haul. Getting there. So yeah, exactly. So when did your first quote break come in in turn? Because I I rem, I mean I've known John. Wow, we've known each other for what 10, 15 years probably. Probably somewhere, about that. Somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, and I remember there was a um there was a great party, um that, party. that I went down to with our mutual friend who passed. Um, great guy, but, um, that had to be what, 10, 12 years ago? That was, what was that? I want to say 2012, 12, something like that. Yeah. Somewhere in that time frame, And it was, um, I want to say it was in Tribeca, right? It was in Tribeca. Tribeca. And it was, it was a party that was provided. I it wasn't a party. It was more, it was a promotional. So, okay. So, um, it was uh, it was a party thrown by uh, Isaac Gindy. Who Isaac owned, Gindy, who owned Century Twenty One Department Stores. Ooh, okay, right? big wig, big yeah. wig, right? Ooh, massive so money. he came over to my studio. I mean, literally. I listen. I was eating ramen, right? I yeah. didn't know where my next check was coming from. That stuff's good for you. Studio visit. <laughs> Great you know, for my, my my agents like, listen, uh, I have these two people come over, a dealer and a collector. Don't know who he is. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, great. Like, I was literally, nice. like, at the end. I didn't really care. <coughs> and um, they walk in. The he's ding got dong. His, it's a guy with a beard and an eye patch. on, and he's all blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I work, da, da, da. This, that, the other thing. He's like, so what do you think? I want to do a I said, dude, listen, I don't even know who the fuck you are, dude. Like, who are you? You want me to do a portrait of you? You're talking all this shit. Uh-huh. I don't know who you are. And that's literally how I spoke to the guy. Right. Right. And, uh... And he kind of came back. He's like, well, I'm uh, Isaac Indy from, uh, I own Century 20 Department Stores. I was like, oh. Like, oh, sir. Okay. Hi. How can I get okay, you? Okay, great. 
Great. So uh, at the end of that night, I had sold a 25-foot painting and seven other paintings to the guy. Wow. Okay. Literally. All right. Wow. Literally. And then he was like, do you want to come back to my apartment and see where your painting is going to hang? And I was like, I just want to see where you live. Yeah. I don't really care. You can put my paintings in the closet. Yeah, I want to. I just want to know where you live. Take a leak in the I've bathroom. I've been in your store many times. I've shuffled through your clothing. Hmm. I just want to see where you live, right? Because he was a big part of my life, living down in in the city. Yeah, down at Wall 21. Street, Century Twenty One. Spent many a time right when there. I was you know, it was like always a journey going yeah. into that place. You never know what you're going to yeah. find. You know, hangovers. Yeah. You know, just in that place, just searching for clothes. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I just want to see where the guy lives, you know. So we went back there, and that's when I sold this big 25-foot painting. He was redoing his whole apartment. He had this big concave, like, half-barrel ceiling in his apartment. Ooh. And he was like, well, what would you do up here? I said, I don't know, like a Trump place guy, just joking around. And he was like, no, no, really. So I gave him an idea. He said, okay, it's yours. Like that. Really? Yeah. Bang. Yeah, Bang. Went, I'm assuming the apartment Bang. was pretty... Exactly. We drove back in pretty his... High intense, end, yeah. Pretty high-end. We drove nice. back in his chauffeur-driven, you know, Mercedes. Um, hey, and then like, he, I've and, made it. I and, could get addicted to heroin Literally, now. like... <laughs> I know, exactly. I've arrived. Literally, I was like, I, I didn't have money to pay the rent, you know? Perfect. I probably was like, I probably owed three, four months of rent. I got it. There it with, goes. Yeah. See, it just takes... Yeah, they're ready one to little, lock you one out. Little, one you little click. And then it was like, it was on. Sold a whole Thanks. bunch of paintings well, to us, the guy. Yeah. And then and then he wanted to promote his painting. So we threw, it was probably, I, I don't know, it, maybe $150,000 party. Yeah. It was, it was, it nice. was, uh, it was nice. you know, catered. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio was there. Oh, really? You rubbed elbows with Leo? I didn't. I didn't really speak to him. Spike um, Lee was there. Spike Lee was there. There was a lot oh, of cool. people. Yeah. My dad shit his pants walking in that place. Yeah. See, that's cool. And he was like. Literally. He that's li- when you're like, he dad, see, fuck he you. No. He was like, yeah. oh, yeah. God. Like, it was a red carpet. There was a guy down there with security with guns. They had violinists playing. Ooh. They laminated the whole floors. They brought in furniture. Yeah. Oh, they, had the, the whole- they had the people sculpt, you know, the, where they just sit there and they're like painted and shit like that. You know? Yeah. It was, it was crazy. Really? Yeah. Like living sculptures? Get, yeah, the living like, sculpture thing. It, it was, was crazy. It was crazy. It's a great time. It was crazy. Yeah. Fucking cool as shit. Yeah. That's yeah. What, I, what I would always like, because I used to paint, you know, uh-huh. but I sucked. Uh, that's what I would have always hoped for. Yeah, yeah. But what I always kind of, you know, like a New York City opening. That are really a, a low-key minimalist one. Yeah, yeah. Well, this was, this was like super high scale. Like, yeah. you know, it was, it was something else. Yeah, throwing the... I was throwing, I was like, holy kitchen shit. Kitchen sink at it. So yeah. that yeah. led to, obviously, opportunity. Now, one thing that always I'm always fascinated by is how artists and their artwork is valued. Uh-huh. Like... You know, you set price points based upon what you've sold in the past. Right now I do. But it, when you're first starting out, you just put a price up on the wall and see what somebody pays for it. Okay. Right? All right. Like, okay, so this is a size. Like, you know, I started work with a, a private dealer when I was uh, uh, when I was uh, living in Battery Park City. Mm-hmm. Um, and we set a price. And the client would say, okay, I'll do it for this price. Okay, great. You right. sold a painting for $10,000. Okay. You know, I All right. never knew I would pay, sell a painting for $10,000. Great. Right. Yeah. So I'll take that. You know, sure. It helps to pay some rent. I get some money in the in the bank. Maybe that'll lead to something else. Right. And I started doing portraits. 
one of the one of my dealers was very uh, connected within right. the Manhattan, you know, social scene. So I started doing portraits of wealthy people's kids. Ooh, nice! Which is horrible. Yes. <laughs> he's like he's rotten kids. Well, no, because no. she can never make a parent happy. Well, that's true. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Right? Don't you? He, his nose isn't flattering. <laughs> I know. It's, it's exactly. like your kid's nose. The, the head, the forehead's too <laughs> you big. You got it from you. His <laughs> eyebrows <laughs> don't look like that. His lip he looks doesn't fat. Look well, like he is that. fat. <laughs> yeah, your kid's fat. I'm sorry. No, he's large. He's husky. You know? Exactly. So it was. Yeah. It was very. It wasn't worth a lot the, of fickle the parents. Huh? A lot of fickle parents, and it wasn't worth. The time and the the uh, exhaustion and the stress yeah. wasn't worth the money that and it just becomes uh, we a job. were getting paid. It was literally a job, and I told her, I said, "I'm not doing these anymore. Gotcha. Can't, can't do them anymore." Yeah, you know, I could see. Well, it's, I could it's see not that. fun. the The last one was a uh, a commission for some guy in uh, in L. A. Not in L. A. It was in Santa Barbara. Okay, multi billionaire. Right, uh, flew us in, uh, photographed the kids. Um, and photographing the kids, they weren't paying. They were like horrible. Like the kids, yeah, they would be picking on the sister, and they were young kids. Okay, they'd yeah. be sitting on, and they'd picking on the sister. The sister'd be crying. I'm like, I just gotta get a photograph of these kids, right? Yeah. Father's behind me. I didn't know he's sitting there mooning the kids, so the kids would laugh. Oh, wow. Right? And yeah, I'm, I'm just like a like, billionaire mooning his goes kids. All the way up. And, well, this, right, they're running around with fucking yeah. spoons. Now, this, that was new money. In their ass. This, this yeah. guy was super cool because he was like, he told me, he said, listen, he said, I used to have a shack on the beach. Now I have this huge business. Yeah, he said, I'd money. rather be that guy on the beach right now. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> yeah. He said, yeah. life was much easier. Yeah. It was well, much simpler. You know, right? yeah. Much simpler. Uh, yeah, because now he's got a ton of money. Now he's got a ton of money. his wife's probably a horror. Well, <laughs> Not no, a whore. She, she was Not super horror. nice. I she, thought you said a horror. She too. was super nice. No, but I can only, you know what? I, I can only Whatever. imagine. No. He was in real estate. Uh, gotcha. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you, so you, so you, you moved on from the portraits of the rich kids, exactly, uh, and all that good stuff. So, exactly. and I think before that, I even had a show in in Canada, uh, which uh, I did. It was a series based off of these mannequins in the Fifth Avenue windows. Okay, right. So it went back to the fashion photography that I was doing. How can I do fashion photography as painting? Yeah, I don't have models. Yeah, I don't have the jewelry. I don't have the clothing. Yeah. I don't have any access to this stuff. So right. where can I find that? Yeah. So I was walking down the street uh, during Christmas time on Fifth Avenue and I started photographing the Macy's windows and the Bergdorf Goodman windows and said, holy shit. Like, there you go. I have material right here. Yeah. It's all material. Even the mannequins are material. I can see that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I had all this beautiful lighting. It was all set up for me. You got to go at nighttime. During the day, you have all the reflection. Yeah. So you got to go at nighttime. I go, I'd smoke some weed. I'd, Walk through. I'd forward, be photographing all these mannequins. I'd go home. I'd step through them, and I made a whole bunch of paintings. Based off of the mannequins. Voila. Voila. I tell you what, though. I mean, you got to have a creative mind to really, really be able to put something out there that people are going to um, Yeah, you know, the, find the whole show, it sold out in Canada. I can imagine. I they bet. Sold, they sold all the paintings. Yeah. But, you know, being an artist, that starving artist kind of thing. And my dad, came, be, my dad came for that also. Well, that's good. Right. But as an artist, like you were saying, you know, you never thought you'd sell a painting for $10,000. That doesn't probably happen every Never day. thought I'd sell a painting. So it's got to be a fine line as an artist to say, you know what, creatively, I don't want to set my... Because my parameters, let's say if I'm starving, I'm going to be like, you know what, 
but I'm not an artist. But and I've you're been creative, there. You know, but where you like, I've been there. The guy wants. What do you do? You want to give me five hundred? Tell the guy I'm selling this to you, but we're not going to listen. Yeah, don't tell anybody. But I need to pay rent. Yeah. I need to put some food on my table. Gotcha. Oh, you're on. I need to, so, I, so there's yeah, no, I, more, no more gimmicks and ploys well, at that point. I don't tell them that, okay. but, you no. know, because gotcha. you don't want your collector to know that you're starving, even though that they you're know literally you're starving. starving. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know. It's, you you want to portray, portray that I'm good. Yeah. Right, right. I, but I if, if it's a collector that I've known for a while, we'd be... We've become. <laughs> you should call up one of those rich guys and be like, "Look, man, I can't pay my fucking mortgage." Believe me, I've done it. Sell oh, my yeah, f- boom, hit it right. Well, Buy my rent, painting, rent, right? Yeah. So you know, yeah. and that's why. Like, well, guys who owe you money, right? Uh, I'm talking about someone you want a commission li- from. A little, a little tip <laughs> out there: yeah. if you want to be an artist, live in New York. See that? Okay, you want to be an artist, live in New York. Live in you New York. That? Why? Because you can skip on rent, right? I went down to Florida yeah, and lived you in, in New York. Right. Yeah. So I went down to Florida. <laughs> He's right. I went into I never Florida. I went down to Florida. Uh-huh. And they're so like Republican and, They'll you know. kick you right in the street. In this 15 fucking days, man, you shit's on the, on the, on the lawn. Oh, so yeah. I, was, oh, I was living in stress. Yeah. Living in stress. In Manhattan, okay, rent, put it on the side. Yep. Whatever, rent, put it on the Isn't side. Isn't that crazy, though? But it's true, yeah. though. Go to oh, court. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. It just you live in Manhattan you. like two years for free or some shit. Oh, like go, go to court. I'm to so when do you think you they can pay you to get out of the fucking yeah. apartment? Even better. Yeah. Exactly. This, this New York so, City. So, uh, so when do you think you can pay the rent? I don't know. Do you think you can cover it in five months? Sure. No problem. Bang. Bang, bang. And then a sale would come in. Every time the landlord would call me, I'm like, I'm waiting for on a check. Waiting on a check. That's crazy. And that just means I'm waiting for a collector to come in to buy a piece of fucking art. There Gosh. we go. Oh, that's great. So, Live in New York. So, right? And, and, and it's inspiring. And it's inspiring. New York's beautiful. What? Well, every corner. Exactly. Every corner. I used to, I used to walk those streets, man. Yeah. Like, I loved that city. Yeah. I what, loved. What tips are you... If if you were a, a starting artist at this point, have you seen the industry change? How does oh, one, it's always changing. Yeah, yeah, right. But how does one know creatively? Because you know, it's just like a Corey Feldman kind of thing. You know, it, the guy's out there singing, playing. He sucks ass, but he always thinks he's he's awesome. fun, he's, he's so bad. He's good to me. Uh-huh. I love watching him. Because yeah, it's a train wreck, is, is but it you know he he consistently goes in that direction. As an artist, how do you know? I guess if you're good, is it basically the feedback you're getting of people buying these paintings? Because you've seen some shit out there. I'm assuming that people have bought oh, for a yeah. large amount of monies that you're like, I don't get it, right? So well, there's a lot of people that are sitting with work that see a lot of people buy with their ears instead of their eyes, right? Okay. So what does that mean? That mouth? means uh, this is the hot thing. Right? Gotcha. Okay. Buy this artist. Blah blah blah. But it's crap. Yeah. yeah. Right. It usually is right. Yeah. It's picked uh, in order to make you know, some but kind of. The thing is, there's so much art out there. You yeah. know, back in the day, like Warhol days, it's like it was like a New York scene. There was a London scene. Right. Uh-huh. Now it's a world scene. Yeah, you could actually touch the, the scene. The, you could be there the, in the, the scene. The internet has exploded everything. But now you things yeah. have changed. Instagram, people don't need galleries anymore. Sure. You know, you can overnight wonder, you know? Yeah. But the thing with digital is a lot of people buy digital without even seeing what, which I don't understand. How do you buy a piece of art for $12,000? I have no idea. Someone told me about this. uh, uh, Just off of a digital image without actually seeing the work. You have nothing tangible. 
and nothing then when material. The people, exactly. When nothing. You, when you receive the work, it looks yeah. nothing like the digital like image. That. Yeah, and they're paying tons for and it. And they're paying a lot of money. I know a guy who's collecting it. It was a big and thing. And I'm like, this, I COVID, thought it was kind of like Beanie Bears or something. COVID was a big... Yeah, or Beanie with, Babies. With COVID, a lot of people started doing that. You know, you, okay. two, you two have not even discussed. You know, Mike is an I artist. Know. Mike, he, he, does, he had uh, Wolfgang Studios for a period of time. I was time. a painter. Yeah, I called myself Wolfgang. Yeah. Yes. That's kind of pretentious. Oh, you know. I was pretty fucked up at the time. <laughs> uh-huh. I think I was working out issues about my dad. Well, aren't we all? Yeah. I worked him out though, so then did I quit you? painting. <laughs> no, no, that never ends. See, see, but I did work out major issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it on. was always trying to prove my dad wrong. Okay, you I know, got you. There. It was uh, like fuck that's you. A, that's a motivational thing. I'm totally motivational. Yeah, anybody tells you you can't do something, it should be a oh, motivational. He tool. would, he would tell me that I can in front of like girlfriends, like because like, my mother died. Like you know, he'd have a girlfriend. Ah, uh, he, uh, you know, over uh. a dinner table. Yeah, you know? uh, no, that's a little. And the uh, funny, the funny thing is, is yeah, you're like, are you fucking serious right the, now? The, the nah. funny thing is, is <laughs> I know, right? Come on, come on. I would like, go out you. and I would see. To, I would see his done? girlfriend. <laughs> she wouldn't say anything to me, right? It was like, whatever, you're that art, the artist, son, blah 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 blah. Yeah. She came to that fucking opening at, at Century Twenty Bar Mitzvahs. You know yeah. who I got a phone picks? call from the next day? The pics, yep. the that man. lady. Oh, that lady. Yeah. My dad's girlfriend. Yeah. She didn't pay me any attention until she came to a show where, like, DiCaprio was there. Leo there. And it's the only department stores and there's champagne flowing. And it changes, right? Changes. Human statues, violins, laminated floor. Different perspective of that person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, well, that's got to feel good because no that's like that's like winning the champ belt. It was like right? winning the champ belt. Yeah, at least yeah. in, the, in front of the old man, right? And that's, exactly. That's, now, was that's the old audience. man after that incident? Was he more like you, you know? He was he always opened up a little it, it more. It was always like, okay, when's the next sale? Oh, uh, okay. You know, and yeah. actually, you know, Isaac actually spoke to my dad when he we were out there and he at that at the uh, at the event. Oh, okay. He said, "You need to support your son. He's amazing." Oh, okay. Wow. And my dad was like, oh, "Fuck you!" Oh. Sure, he's like a billionaire, right? Uh, yeah. old man, you yeah, know, yeah. wants you to be oh. more financial. Yeah, you secure. need to support him. Your dad should have been like, yeah. "No, you need to support him." You exactly. Need to- <laughs> yeah. 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 you need to write me a check right yeah, exactly. now. Use my exactly. back. <laughs> I have a pen. I was glowing at yeah. that moment. Yeah. yeah. That's a victory, man. It was that is a, that's a big small one. victories, man. It was big though. Small victories. So yeah. something like this, John. What's the create? This is this is brand new. This, this is this brand was new. part of. It started out as this, okay, and then it grew into something much bigger, okay, which I couldn't stand, which I still can't stand because it's still up on my wall, and I'm still working through that idea. And now, then, would this be a contemporary kind of a... Well, everything's, everything's contemporary. See, so, yeah, I just know that. T- you know, I contemporary, just like contemporary is, is something being no made. more than I do. It's being uh, made today, right? Right, okay. Or, you know, I, I, it's such an ambiguous But word. are you still the using mode. a projection yeah. kind right. of a component here? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Projecting. And um, I've in, in 2000, when I was in Florida, I stepped away from the square canvas. I was I was building these big, sort of monumental uh, uh, board pieces where I would just go to Home Depot because I had no money, right? So I couldn't buy canvas, I couldn't buy stretcher bars. So I go to Home Depot and I would buy these four foot by eight foot Luan boards. I got for thirteen dollars. Yeah, I'd have them cut them up, I transport them back to the house, and then I would just start building these structures on the wall. Ingenuity. 
engineer. I like it. Oh, well, yeah. cheap enough, uh, good, yeah. solid I material. Even know if it's ingenuity, I guess it would be desperation, maybe. Yeah, well, it usually gives birth to ingenuity. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, or, or so necessity, like, mother. Invention. I just, I, I had to paint. Like, I remember, yeah. like, I had no money, and I found this big roll of background paper. Yeah. Big roll of white background paper. I took that shit, man. I cut it up. I gessoed it, and I painted on it. There you go. And wow. I did a whole bunch, and I had no money, so I would just use black and white paint. Yep. So now, I just did black and white paintings. But how do you on paper? I like black and white. I shoot so my movies I. in black and white. Black and white is awesome. If you're pricing something like this out, are you pricing your time? Or are you no, pricing? No, no, it's priced by the size. By the size, okay. Yes, so it's size. not by the particular piece. Like you're like, man, this is like one of my better. Like no. uh, you know, a musical no. artist may go like, this is this is this song yeah, I, is going to be my first single. You know, so it's probably going to garner more. See, I don't yeah. even look at it that way. Oh, see, I didn't know how it works. I just make work. Okay. I, I, I look at myself as, as as a maker of things. So a size right? of yep. this. And when it pops, it pops on And for own. me, it's right. all about the process. It's right. just about the process. Just getting in the studio and working. So, and it's hard days. And like yeah. days that I can't even see through the trees. And it's just like, yeah. just like any other job. You go sure. in, you're, Self fucking, doubt. you're fucking hating it, man. Yeah. And I'm just like looking at it and I'm hating it. But the final but, project is great, though. It's amazing. But the final so, project. But that's got to be go, that's got to be a sense of accomplishment. You got to go though, right? through the yeah, shit I to get. Say, you know. Yeah. So this would take you how long? That took me. I mean, just this alone was probably about three, four weeks. Okay. Something along those lines, maybe five weeks, because it's it's a process. Like I start out, I started out with this, actually. Uh, it took months because I had painted this on this board probably seven months ago, eight months ago, and it just sat in my studio. And oh, I did gotcha. nothing with it. Really? And then I just picked it up one day, and I just put a, a cleat on the back, and I put it up on the wall, and I started painting it in again, and then I started cutting up all these pieces. How do you get uh, uh, How do you get the ideas as to where to place these different pieces and how to cut just, the sizes of the pieces? I, I, they're, they're, unusual. Just, they're just pieces laying around the studio. Yeah. From other pieces that I cut up. And there's a right spot and for them. And I'll just right. take it and I'll hold it up and I'll say, oh, yeah. this works here, this works here. Yeah. Put a screw in. That doesn't work. Take the screw out. Put it somewhere else. Put the screw in. Patch up that hole. So it's all search and discovery. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Really. It's a journey. Like, I don't have anything planned out. Nothing's you. planned out. Like, this is planned out, right? Yeah. This is not planned out. This okay. is like, okay, I have this face. We're going here. Okay, we're going to use black on the side. What, exactly. Right? Yeah, what am I going to do here, right? And I even incorporated a little piece of a dot painting up here. Yeah. See just that. bringing back old work yeah. into new work. Right? So so this piece right here, what would this, um, in, in, let's say, from a range retail for? What would you? Like 7500 Okay. You know, gotcha. give or take. But it was, it was part of a much bigger piece that grew out. Okay. And I just couldn't figure it out. I was like, it just kept, it would have kept just, going. It or just something? became too busy, and okay. it's like there was no room for the eye to rest. Too busy. Like, it's time to. Everything was just there, every, close in. It was just a whole bunch of pieces sort of screwed together, all these shapes. Yeah. And then each shape had its own thing going in. Like it wasn't very, continuous very image. Cool. Okay. So it was just like I was looking at. I'm like, okay, it was my like eyes. a succession of in, images. Exactly, and I just couldn't round it all together i couldn't gotcha. tie it all in right yeah without it being too busy exactly you don't want something too busy, too busy right how do i how do i tie it all in together yeah i couldn't figure it out i'm still working on it now like so i took this i removed it uh -huh. put it up on the wall my wife then she's like well 
That's great just like that. Sure. I said, you know what? I'm going to just keep this piece like that. Because I started out with this piece. Yeah. And I started growing something out of it. And you were thinking and too much. And now I'm back into just making this this piece. Boom. Right. So now I'm figuring out the other piece. So now right? I'm So you evolved pretty, outward and backward. Cool. Exactly. Yeah. I had to go around the circle to get back to... Where you started. To where I started. Exactly. But you got to go through the valuable. process. Yeah, right. you have the process. Is exactly. That valuable. Exactly. It's like an album, right? Like, yeah. Like, you asked me about artists. Like, I think of myself as like, I would love to paint like Eddie Van Halen plays fucking guitar. Yeah. You know, like Jimi Hendrix plays guitar. Right. Yeah. You know. I get you. Mike, right. uh, you what know. did your, where did your, um, you know, your, your creative process start flow from in terms of when you were doing your paintings? Oh, when I was painting, uh. Yeah, I'd be inspired. I, you know, do I guess portraits of uh, movie posters, actors. There you go. Or okay. friends. I'd make friends sit. All right. But uh, honestly, the uh, the reference on the from the uh, from like hit and pause on a movie. Uh huh. A little better than asking a friend to sit. Exactly. Yes, you can see the difference. Uh huh. And when, you have the still image. There, work. Yeah. You know, you don't have somebody moving, and then you got to bring them back another day. Yeah. You know, I did a lot of film stills. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, sweet. A lot of Love film stills. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of them. But, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. I kind of, I guess I drew them from enjoyment. You know, or, well, you or, still or, uh, have interest. artwork, though, right? I mean, where is it? it is Somewhere. It, <laughs> didn't you say, I mean, you have them? Yeah, I have a bunch of paintings in my buddy's attic. There you go. All right. Yeah, see, I knew it. I knew but he I'm had not. artwork somewhere. You got, I'm sure you – did you secure those well? Because if not, will an attic taint a painting or can you get, get it? It depends. What kind of coke attic? What kind of I attic? was an attic no, when I painted them. In an attic. Oh, oh in an attic. <laughs> in, an, in an attic. Oh, okay. So my point is, how, did you secure them? Did still you, an attic of variety. Did you, put, did, you put, did you put plastic over the paintings and all that shit? Um, you should. No. And that's shit. that's partially why I quit is is hauling them around. This is the most intimidating thing. Oh, dude, you thing. have no idea. You got to keep your shit nice. I'd leave a... it on top, and then you peel <laughs> it off of each other and shit. I, ah, fuck it. I, 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 I remember I have in your such office, a net of, of I should have took two or three of those that things. I'm dragging along with me. It is like sometimes I wish I was a writer. I just have a book. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I am just like a to pages. Move, you could just uh, stuff under move, things or to go crease. find an apartment in the city. It's like yeah. I have fucking. 10-foot paintings. Like, how the fuck am I getting this into the apartment? I can't yeah. get into an elevator. And then you got to keep them out of uh, weather, right? Because larger paintings will kind of contort on themselves, well, the, right, over exactly. time if you don't keep them. Yeah. The temperature change. Yep. Like, you can sell something here, and somebody buys it in Florida or somewhere else, the painting will warp a little bit because of the humidity. Gotcha. Right? But yeah. usually wealthy people who usually buy art. They mount to, nicely. They usually That's have a, a, a controlled... You know, oh, uh, environment, environment right? Like, I love it at like 70 <laughs> degrees. So they'll pay whatever it takes just to have the house at like 70 degrees with the right humidity, right? Oh, gotcha. So, you know, the wealthy people have the. So if they're the climate if they can afford they, yeah, they can keep it. the same climate that you kind of made exactly. It they're not like me where like I have my fireplace going, I'm worried about the oil. Sure, it's know, going between it'll like be 56 freezing and in the morning and then. Exactly. Or forced hot it, air from exactly. the Exactly. It doesn't 70s. range like 20 to 30 degrees throughout yeah. the day. Yeah, I got you. You know. See, it's crazy though. You're going, you're, you're doing, and when you think about it, you're doing what you love to do. Love. Your, your passion. Yes. But you're relying on people at the end of the day who have the means yes. to 
purchase your 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 artwork who are usually those fucking affluent you know wall street hardworking people don't get me wrong yeah but sometimes it's almost like the reverse because you never wanted to be those people because you want to be creative but yet those people were the ones who actually uh, have the means to buy your no, work i find no, that a little I ironic wanna, i want to be those people well, yeah. you want to be those yeah, people yeah, monetarily, sure. right? Selling them, I, 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 I want to no, be successful. I sure, I, I want to be able to be comfortable. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I, I want to be able to make choices. Like, if I want to go somewhere, I want to go somewhere. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to have to look at my bank account and say, "Shit, I can't go get that taco." Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know what it is. I'm. You probably get. You have your ups and downs, ebbs and flows, uh, highs and lows. Such hills and valleys. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Such hills and valleys. Um, that's got to be tough. Uh, that's. It's, it's almost like I'm working so used on to it. It's a commission job, basically. I'm so used to it. You got to sell your 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 artwork. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I, listen. I take on side jobs and stuff like that. But, yeah. You know, it's like. Uh, but I just want to be in the studio. Yeah. You know, and like, you know, living in New York, I was single. It's like, I didn't care. Yeah. You know, all I wanted to do was make art. I threw away calendars. I got rid of clocks. Well, you find there's much more pressure being an artist in married life? I mean, I don't want to put well, you my on, wife on, is, on my, the spot my, here. No, but, you know, no, just, my wife is super cool. I mean, I love her. And uh, it's she's so supportive. I mean, do you put more pressure on yourself? Of course. Yeah. You want to be yeah. that guy that supports. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, mortgage comes up. It's like, but listen, something always comes in. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's my mother up there looking down. I don't know mm. what it is, but something always comes in. Always. Mm. It's just you don't know when. Yeah. So yeah. you're constantly in a world of flux, influx. So, sure. You know. From butterflies to shit in your pants. Well, right? that's basically. Just, that, that, yeah. that's, that leads to an interesting point. You know, a lot of these artists such as you mentioned, Damien Hurt. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to also be able to sell yourself or you've got to be able to market yourself, yes, yes. which a lot of artists probably out there are not very, they don't, they probably don't like that part of it because they're creative. Although some do. So it's a little, it's, it's, it's. Well, Damien Hurst was, he was, he was all about selling himself. Well, there you go. This guy. Okay. He, so he was more of a promoter than an artist? Yeah. He, he's okay. a genius. Yeah. You know, at least I think so. I mean, some people think he's, you know, whatever. A but gimmick? Yeah. I think well, it's always debatable in the gimmick, art world, isn't blah, it? Blah, 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 blah. But it's all like, taste. You know, to take a shark and put it into a tank and look at life and death and formaldehyde. And, like, or let's say it is a gimmick. You know, the guy pulled it off. He, he did pull it you off. You know, let's say, you know, if you did believe it was a gimmick. So he you got to appreciate he that, off too. Lot, actually, going back to uh, the, um, uh, the Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. Right? When uh, the whole, what was that, 2008, when everything dumped. Yeah. Right? That guy sold fucking two hundred fifty thousand dollars. No, uh, I think it was almost five hundred thousand dollars worth of work at Christie's in Jeez. New York, and huh. the whole market dumped. He took all his work from the galleries and sold it himself. He didn't even do it through the galleries. Oh wow! He brought no. it to Christie's by himself and sold all his work, and he made all the money. Wow! There you go. And well, he had go. his galleries. Out what they tell you you need. Right. Which and, is a, a, and on top of that, the galleries had to keep the prices up because they got the clientele's already there. He's yeah. already part of the market. So his galleries are calling up and bidding on the work to keep the work up. Wow. The price up. And then to get it towards a certain price. And then they would just hang, okay, I'm done. Hang up the phone. I got it at that point. 
Wow. That's crazy. To keep the price up. They're working it. Yeah, it's actual work to keep the value up. Exactly. Okay, well, otherwise, he'll drop out in popularity and his shit just drops exactly. 20% value. Except, but I think he's already yeah. set, so it's you like, think, yeah. you know. So he's just in it because he wants to stay in the game or what? Well, yeah, he's an artist. Yeah. You know, now he's making paintings, you know. How old is he? I don't know, maybe 50s, 60s. Oh, so he's fairly young. He's fairly young. Or you can fairly go young. or you can go the Thomas Kincaid route. Remember him? Yeah. He, I see okay, a lot so of everybody goes. Kincaid everybody fan. goes. But at the end of the day, that guy, <laughs> flash that guy made a bun, He made a fortune. Yeah, but I heard he was miserable. Oh, that's you know, well. Okay, it's, well. it's it's sort of like um, uh, who's the uh, the American the uh, Jesus? I can't remember his name. He lived up up in in Massachusetts or Maine. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He did all the New York Post covers. Right. Okay. Uh, I can't remember this guy's name. Not Rockwell, right? Rockwell. Oh, okay. Rockwell. Yeah, Norman yeah. Rockwell. Yes, he wanted to be de Kunig. Like, he was so disappointed in his career. He was super successful, but he wanted to be a fine artist, right? He didn't want to be a commercial artist. He wanted to be an illustrator. Like, huh. And he was a fucking brilliant, brilliant painter. 